Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports back. Sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, you guys? Eddie's not here, so I'm going to go next. I am the alpha male on the show. I'm from the North. I'm a Yankee. And when I go into a bar, I'm not getting a margarita or a Cosmo. I get a can of beer. I puncture the bottom of it, and I shotgun it so I can get drunk as fast as possible. And also, I'm the only guy on the show that gives you guys locks. Question. When you say you puncture the bottom of it, are you sure you don't puncture the side of it? Because if you puncture the bottom, I mean, it just does. I've never seen my puncture right. the bottom. It actually is the side. Okay, it's the 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 bottom, like the side, but towards the bottom, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. If you're gonna properly do it, you have to get keys. It's at an angle, and yes, it is the side bottom. Yes. It's not exactly the bottom because if you did it like that, it probably wouldn't work. Yeah, I don't know because because it's. It's what do you call it? Concave. Like yes. It, yeah, it's concave. So you, I don't know if you could get your mouth. And now I don't even know if people are doing beer shotguns anymore. They have funnels. I was seeing something that like suctions now. You just put it on the can, and it's a it's a mini beer funnel actually. Excuse so you, me. What? I've never seen a mini beer funnel. Just saw one on Instagram video the other night. Uh, you just put it on the can, and apparently it just pops the top, and then you just suck it like a little bottle. But it's a shotgun, an immediate shotgun. The tube's only about three inches long. Very interesting. I know. I was like, these kids nowadays, you get throwing college kids in spring break, and what are they? I invent? mean, they're getting creative nowadays. Listen, no, these with, are the inventions of the future. But these they're, are. They're, this is what you do. People sit around and they invent cool things, and that weren't around when we were on spring break, which was, I mean, how long ago? A long time ago. But now they have all these cool inventions, contraptions. I mean, the the greatest invention ever is probably the cooler with wheels. Whoever thought of putting wheels on a cooler? I mean, what took so long? Because we never had it when no. we were on spring break. And when we were younger, like my parents, you would be lugging that cooler. <laughs> and if you've ever tried to lug a full cooler with ice and drinks and food and whatever else you put in a cooler, it is really hard to walk across a beach or walk across a <laughs> soccer field or be at the lake and have to haul it out of the car and try to get it onto the... 
It was such a hassle. Dude, the wheels, huh? It's like a great day in the park. It's amazing. On spring break, we would have to, because we always went for the discount condos or hotels, wherever we stayed yes. at. And so we're way down the beach from where the party's at. So it's always like paper, rock, scissors to who has to carry the cooler. By the time you get there, your buddies are like, man, you're sweating bad, dude. Did you work out? No, 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 dude. I was carrying the cooler for the past hour. <laughs> like you'd get there and girls would be like, why are you sweating so bad? <laughs> oh, I, am I really sweating? I didn't even know I was sweating. I was just carrying a cooler. Yeah. Why are your muscles <laughs> pulsating? Uh, well, maybe because I was carrying a 150 pound cooler <laughs> full of drinks down the beach and it's hard enough to walk on the beach as it is and it's hot out here and man can i get a water you don't want a beer no i just want some water because i just carried the cooler for you fools coach and then you set the cooler down and the girl goes ah, you guys don't have any wine coolers oh, oh my god can't ever make them happy <laughs> it's so ridiculous but yes that and also suitcases with wheels Genius! Oh, I got one right now that I just Guys. roll, and it, you can. So it's not at an angle. It's almost one of those. If they have the four wheels, then you can just roll side by side yes. the suitcase. That's the one I'm rocking. My parents got it randomly for Christmas for me. I love it because you don't have to do the weird angle, and you're not carrying it. So it's just you're pushing it. Yeah, basically. you're just pushing it right next to your side, and it makes life so much easier. Like I cannot believe. Like the old school suitcases, people used to lug those around. But I guess people back in the day didn't really carry on because they were so heavy and so big. You couldn't put them in the overhead compartment. So you would just get there, oh, check it in. But it's still heavy to carry. What, and going to the airport used to be an awkward thing. All these bags lugging. Now the business traveler's got to be fast, look cool, look sleek. So that's when they invented the wheels. So you still look Mr. Businessy while you're walking and you're not looking like you're a manual laborer. Yes. And when I get on a plane and I see someone in a suit, I feel sorry for them. Oh, dude. I'm like, I understand you probably have a job that maybe is cool. Maybe you make money. I don't know. But what a terrible way to have to travel where you're in a suit and you get off the plane, you have to go right to a meeting. That, because I don't wear suits very often, but maybe they're comfortable in suits. I never wear a suit. So when I wear a suit, I'm very rigid and tight because I don't want to wrinkle it. I don't know how to move in it. I can't imagine being on a plane over and over and over again for hours at a time and wearing a suit. Dude, you, you've made that point before, and it is such a great one, too, because the suit in the airport has to be the most uncomfortable way to travel, and you're always seeing them fighting for Wi-Fi. They're fighting for signal. You're like, this dude's life sucks. <laughs> like, I hope he's making a ton of money because I know the Wi-Fi's not good, and it sounds like his wife is pissed off at him on the other end of that phone line. And they're yelling. They're, like, some of them even do intercom like conference calls in the airport. And and I'm like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. Like, I'm sitting here trying to find ESPN on my phone, get a little bit of a signal. This guy's trying to do a major business meeting in an airport in a suit with like travelers all around him and random noises. Could you please come get your bag? And he can't, his people can't hear him. And it just looks like a horrible life. Then, right when they get on the plane, gotta bust out the laptop right when we get to flying level so they can get on the internet and start typing up some memos. I'm, my goodness, that sounds like a terrible life. And then this one dude, he's sitting, I went to Fort Lauderdale a couple weeks ago. He's sitting two away from us. He hands me and his, my girlfriend his suit coat because he didn't want to wear it on the plane and he didn't think to take it off before he sat down. So we almost <laughs> had to help the guy take his suit coat off. And then I put it in the bin for him i'm like sir i didn't decide to bring a suit coat you did I i'll put it up there for you this time but next time remember take the suit coat off before you sit down 
Oh, can you guys put this suit coat up in the bin? No, it's not my suit coat. I am in sweatpants and a t-shirt. I'm comfy. And then they get mad at you when they put their suit co- coat up top, and then you put a bag up there. Whoa, don't wrinkle my coat. Don't wrinkle my I, I don't know. Uh, last time I checked, it's just bags that right. go up there. I never knew you could put your suit coat up there. You know, like, I understand. Like, hold it on your lap. You're the one that wants to be a businessman. Put your suit coat on or... I don't know, bring a hanger and hang it in the window? Here's the thing. Always look at the airport. If somebody's in a suit, you ever see one of them smiling? I'm yet to see one of those people laughing, having a good time. They're all stressed out. They're all middle management, hating their lives. But hopefully they're making good money. That's right. Because that's the only reason to be worth it. And if you're one of those people, hey, I feel sorry for you. I wish you could be doing something that may- maybe you do love it. Maybe we are judging you just based on looks, but... That's how the world works. Hey, and you know when they're at the airport in a suit and we're in uh, our sweatpants like, and, we're, oh, hey, and we're doing a little drink or something, <laughs> and you know they're like, man, did I not choose the right career path. Like, I wish I could be more like that guy, man. He looks so <laughs> relaxed and chill, you know? Like, we're walking up and we're just chilling on our headphones. We got the iPad out. or I, That's how I watch it. I don't watch stuff on my computer. And they're like, man, just to be able to relax on a flight, that would be that would be something else. And they probably travel so much that they don't like going on vacation because they don't want to get on another plane. I would imagine if you fly for your job, like those people travel on planes multiple times a week, you probably want to stay far away from that for vacation. Oh, I, w- I would agree so with that totally. So far away from the airport. So if your wife's like, hey, sweetie, do you want to do Hawaii? God, no. No, sweetie, I'm not doing Hawaii. I'm not I've been doing on another 12-hour for- flight. <laughs> I've been on the airplane for the whole year. This is my vacation. That's like your significant other works at Outback. Hey, honey, you want to go to Outback for dinner? No, they don't want to go to Outback for dinner because they work there. They don't want to go where they 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 work eat to where they work. Oh my gosh, guys, that is the like I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts and be. Oh, you want to go get Dunkin' Donuts? No, I just got off work. I don't want to go back and get donuts. Like how miserable is that? Let's go somewhere else. Coach and I used to work. I was a public address announcer, and so I had a Texas State football game off. Sometimes I wouldn't announce. The football games. Yeah. And so all my buddies are like, they never wanted to go to games, but the one that I have off, they're like, you want to go to a Texas State football game? No, I work <laughs> those regularly. I want to chill on a Saturday. Right. My wife works at Top Golf. And so I get get people, hey, you want to go to Top Golf? Guys, no, my wife does not want to go on the weekends. Should we get a big group and go to Top Golf? No, because my <laughs> wife works there. She doesn't want to go on her days off. So I don't go to Top Golf very often because, guys, if I'm going to be doing stuff with my wife on the weekend with a big group, Top golf is not an option. I don't think people have really thought that much into this as much as now with more people doing more jobs. Sometimes there's funner jobs. If the person works there, don't ever recommend that you do that as the activity. Right. Have some respect for the person a little bit. Hey, you're a lifeguard at that pool. You want to go swim there when you're... No, you don't want to go swim there. It's just... Oh, my gosh. All right. We're, we're getting way down the track. So we... America has been... I can hear him in our ear going... Play the game. Play, play the, the game. game. So we're going to play it. It's called Would You Rather. Would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to shout? Oh, man. Uh, the whispering thing I can do. I'm a pretty good whisperer. I like being quieter. The shouting can get annoying. There's been times I'm in the other room at the house, my girl's yelling. Sometimes the shouting just annoys me. You're at a sporting event. You got a loud person behind you. That's annoying. The whispering is pleasant. It's maybe not the funniest way to communicate with somebody. Like, how funny can you be while whispering? (laughs) Hey, did you see that? 
Maybe that is a little funny. But you get you. I don't like shouting. I, there are times to shout when you're with a group of guys at a bachelor party. Shout all you want. I'm shout at the bartender. Shout at the waiter, the waitress. Shout at everybody. That's funny because you're at a bachelor party. But any other time, really don't shout. So I'm cool. Whisper it up. Let's do it, like baby. Sweet talk. I would rather shout all day long than whisper because I'm gonna tell you why I don't want to whisper. Because I get so frustrated now when my wife has me repeat myself three times because she didn't hear me. So whispering, everybody, everywhere you go, what? I couldn't hear that. And I am going to get so annoyed that you can't hear me because I feel like my wife is just not paying attention to me. I know I speak clearly. And so I know she should be able to hear me. But she, what? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. The, the water was running. I know I have a loud voice. So imagine being whispered. Hey, honey, go to the grocery store. What? What? That would get so old. And what I said there was, can you go to the grocery store? We heard you. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, maybe because I have headphones. Maybe yes, nobody else I, I don't know. You. Maybe no one else can hear me. But that's my whole point is I would rather be able to yell and shout the, all the time than whisper. Because when you're at a restaurant or you're at a bar, hey, what can I get you? Can I get one? But like, what? Fine, next customer. What, what do you want? Like, the bartender will never be able to get you a drink. It would be so hard to communicate with everybody if you had to whisper all the time. Like, if you're a single dude and you go to the club and you try to hit on a chick. Hey, how you doing, what? Hey, honey. And she's off. She's out of there. She doesn't want anything to do with you. So I'm going to shout everywhere I go. Because I already shout. I already shout a lot. Do you and your wife, do you, so I guess the only person you would ever whisper with is your wife. Do you guys, is there times when you need to whisper? Oh, I guess not really. Because I found my, I don't think my girlfriend knows how to whisper. Because there's times I'll be like, yeah, 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 go over there, go do that. And like, she'll just talk normal. The purpose of whispering is so nobody can hear you. I, I think some people went their entire childhood without learning how to whisper. I, I truly do. I, like, there is times when I'm like to my girlfriend, hey, you really quiet. Like, you got to be quieter. It's time to whisper. There really are times to whisper. And I yeah, feel like, like if you're in church or you're at a funeral or you're at a concert i don't know where else you would whisper and it's cool all the time we had to whisper oh yeah it's school yes i just feel like people have practice in that people need to whisper more they need to practice whispering maybe it's because when you're talking trash about someone you need to whisper you need nobody sometimes we're sitting here talking trash about another sports station and like we won't whisper i'm like guys you've got to whisper or someone that works in the building and we got the door open and we're just talking all (laughs) loud like we need to whisper because they could probably walk down the hall and hear us. But that's how you play. Would you rather? Yesterday is my second favorite day of the entire year. Your birthday, Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday is number two. Thursday, the start of the tournament, is number one. That is it. My birthday is not even the top two days of the year i absolutely love selection sunday and let me tell you a little history about selection sunday and i don't know what i guess as a kid i became such a fan of the ncaa tournament because no teeth keith our old baseball coach was so into it and he kind of started this tournament where we and you would get the paper bracket and you would fill it was the coolest feeling to fill out that paper bracket and submit it and then whenever you get a game wrong, you got a yellow highlight. Oh. And we would have and we were bracket central at my my parents' house. So everybody's bracket would be turned into our house. And we would have a stack of them and after every game you would go through and highlight everybody's ones that got them wrong and it was so fun. And then on the Monday like so today after selection Sunday, 
No Teeth Keith would show up my show up at my house with two large poster boards, and he would get a ruler out. He and, would write the bracket, and we would <laughs> write. He would measure it out and write the sixty-four team bracket on the two poster boards, and we would hang it on the kitchen wall. That is awesome. And we would fill it out with marker every team that won. Your mom was cool with that? Absolutely. Dang, my mom probably wouldn't have let the two poster boards fly. She was cool with the bracket, but nothing supersized. My mom probably wasn't happy about okay. it. I don't know. As a kid... Women aren't really going to be down with the two poster boards in the kitchen for a month. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure she was down with it, but she allowed it. Okay. Because I, I think... She could see that we enjoyed it so much. And so this got us in the whole NCAA tournament bracket. So much fun. And it kind of just is in my blood now. I love it so much. I mean, my dad used to hang his baseball cards on the living room wall. I don't know if my mom was ever down with that. But we did it because it looked cool. He had all these old baseball cards. So the bracket, once a year, we would fill it out and hang it on the wall. And that is why Selection Sunday and the NCAA tournament means so much to me. I Love it. Yeah, my dad, the first memory I have, my dad got me a hat from whenever Tampa was, maybe 1996, and I was 11 years old, but it was Final Four Tampa, Florida. Okay. Green hat. I used to wear that thing forever, and then, yes, that's the first year that I brought out the bracket. Don't know if it was the same year that Gonzaga made their run to the Elite Eight, I think it was, and that is truly when I got into March Madness, and I would go downstairs, and I'd see all the, and fill it all in and everything, because we were always busy as a family. We were working. It's not like my dad was letting us watch March Madness, so I would have to go down there and see who won. Fill it all in because the next day we didn't ever watch Sports Center, so I don't necessarily we didn't have the internet, right? So I necessarily wouldn't have known who would win unless I went downstairs and wrote down the scores as fast as I could before like I had to go to bed. But yeah, that's when I printed out the bracket. I filled it out when Gonzaga, I think that same year, made their run in the tournament, and it was a crazy run because they were one of the first huge Cinderellas that really went far. Yes, and one of. And you kids now, now Gonzaga's like, what are they, a one seed? A uh, one seed. There you go. Now, just like, hey, times change. I mean, they're just a powerhouse now. They just, <laughs> year after year after year after year, they're one of the top seeds in the tournament. Technology to me has taken a little bit of the tournament away. A, okay. little, a little bit of the, the satisfaction, the uh, good feeling, because I liked having the paper brackets of everyone in the group submitted to me. And that way you could highlight them and have them there in the physical. Just going online and just clicking and like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. I it's, hear you on that. The clicking it- is not the same as filling it out. People, right. if you have the ability to fill one out, do that. I would rather print it out and have it and submit it than just click on a little thing on the internet. Now, the the benefit of that is you still get to you get to see who's you don't have to have people call you all the time because people would have to call my house. Okay, what place am I in? 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 Parents were ready to kill somebody. Probably, but yes, but we had no teeth keys over there and we watched the games. I mean, it was it was tournament central. Did and you take off school for Thursday? It Friday? was spring break. Every year was spring really? break. See, it wasn't for us. In yes, the north. it was spring break every year. So we had that Thursday and Friday off. So it was so perfect because I got to watch the tournament. Every single year. And I do not move. On Thursday and Friday, I get off work or I got off whatever spring break. I'd wake up 11 o'clock Central Time, 11.15, it starts. And I would sit there and not move until the end of the day. I'd watch every single game, and I still do it to this day because I absolutely love it. It goes from noon, that first day, noon until 11 at night. 11 at night. You can't beat that. You cannot beat it. Plus, here's the thing. Nowadays, 
you can get every single game because you got True TV. Is it everyone? It is because of all the different networks. All the different networks. It used to be back in the day. It was only on CBS. So if it was a close game, all you would do is see it up in the right hand corner where they had the little score. The little scores were so powerful because that's the only way you could follow the game. You're stressing out, going. You're yelling at CBS, going switch, 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 switch to the St. John's, switch to the uh, South Carolina Hampton game. Go to Holy Cross. Oh my gosh, South Carolina, the number two seed, is down to Coppin State with three seconds to go. Go to the game. Weather State. (laughs) And the reason I remember that one is because I had South Carolina winning it all, and they lost to Coppin State in the first round of 15 seed. And Pat Pleasance, (laughs) rest in peace, picked Coppin State. She was in our bracket, and she picked Coppin State. How? I had never even heard of Coppin State. No one's heard of Coppin State. And she picked them to beat South Carolina, and they did it. Wow. Unbelievable. But that she's also whoever you're talking about, a woman you said? Yes. She's also the person that tries to get cute, picking the team that's a huge underdog that they know nothing of. Everybody's going to have that person in their bracket that tries to get cute. Hey, underdog guy. She got it right, though. That is what is awesome. That's props. And this, so this, I I can't wait for March Madness. So let's talk about March Madness. So they revealed the bracket yesterday. Which was awesome how they did it. They did it back to the normal format. Social media won yesterday because last year they went down alphabetical order and then they did the regions and social media was on fire, ripping CBS, talking about why would you change it? It was perfect the way it was. That is the dumbest way to do it. And guess what? Social media won CBS nothing because they listened to the social media and they realized we messed up what something that was perfect. So we're going to go ahead and turn it back to the old way. And that's exactly what they did. Is there a, I mean, there is a little bit of with the production team. What if they would have screwed up a team when they're announcing it? Now that I always <laughs> they did it about. though. They no, did no. it though. But I think there's a high, li- high likelihood that that could happen. Maybe. Oh. Or they accidentally do a camera of a team that didn't get now, in. They do do that sometimes. They show the teams that didn't get in. So okay. it's just like you're, they're sitting there waiting and it's just like, oh, man. They did a oh, great man. job with the camera shots of the teams that got yes. in. The teams did a uh, – Villanova had like the team surrounding the coach. Uh, you could see the schools that had more money. It were like in a very – Well, yes, the cool, bigger schools, they're yeah. in the bigger environments. And but then some you have of the low-key schools had the arena. Yes, there they was were the in the gym. Like, what up, what up? Like Prairie View A&M. Like everybody going crazy. Gardner. Webb. I mean, Gardner Webb was acting like they were about to win the national title. I love it. That is what March Madness is about, is those kids getting the chance to see their name announced as playing in the NCAA tournament, and I absolutely love it. I'm a little shocked Belmont got in. No, they, they, were said, so, they listen, said they were first four out. Belmont One of the experts is so good. One of the experts said they were first I understand, four out. I understand the expert, well, Joe Lenardi. was wrong. He was wrong. He, he, he gets some wrong every once in a while, but Belmont is so good. I They're th- good. They shoot out. They like that and three. They, listen, they can pass the ball. They pass, 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 and they're going to fundamentally they're going to kill you because they're going to do everything right and i oh i'm so glad i'm so glad they let the little guy in oh yeah that's one thing i am happy about like tcu you don't deserve to be in you're 19 18 and 13 or something come on did texas get in texas eh, okay that's they don't deserve to be in look yes they beat kansas they beat north carolina they beat some other good schools but they were 16 and 16 that's not Eh, get out nc state they had a strength of schedule like number 300 in the the preseason. Ah, get out. We don't need that. Let the little guys 
get in that are like 27 and 6. Right. They like their records. I was seeing a lot of some of those records are teams I'd never even heard of, but their record was like 28 and 4. Well, yes, a lot well, of these dang, teams. they had a good year. They, they, they do have good years. That's what I'm saying. There's good small schools that you don't hear about because they dominate who they play, but they're not playing the big dogs. But I don't mind a, a Belmont getting in because. They won the regular season. They made it to the championship game of their conference tournament. They're like twenty-eight and six. Something. I mean, they have a great record. And you're going to tell me, oh, they don't deserve to be in over an eighteen and thirteen TCU team? Like, do we want mediocre or do we want someone that dominated their league? So you, you got the records won out is what I was seeing. Yeah, yeah, I had no. There was no real problem with who got in and who. There, this year, there didn't seem to be as much complaining about who got in and who got out, hey, who got left out. Let's be real though. Zion coming back, thank you. There's your number one seed overall. Okay. That would not have been happening. <laughs> hey, a week ago, that was not happening. Zion comes back. They're like, uh, guys, uh, Zion's back. He surprised everybody. Uh, we obviously have to give him the number one seed, the number one everything. Uh, and can I just say, I want to admit that I'm wrong. I want to admit. You know, it, it takes a real person to admit when they're wrong, when they did something and they said something and it's, it looks really stupid. Then admit to it, boy. What I said a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago, I said R.J. Barrett is going to be the number one pick Ex- in the NBA draft. Thank you! Guys, Zion is number one. Guys, don't listen to that idiot that said that a month ago. He has grown up. He has matured. Now he knows what he's talking about. Zion Williamson is the number one pick bar none. The dude is phenomenal to watch on a basketball court. He is like a a 260-pound ballerina. He is mm-hmm. a-dash-amazing to watch. He so does, fun. Does he take a lot of jump shots, though? I don't see him take jump shots ever. No, see? He likes that down low, baby. He likes that down low. <laughs> but is that down low going to be there in the NBA? That's the problem. <laughs> that is That's the only issue I have. Is he going to be able to bully everybody in the NBA like he does college? Because he's just the biggest dude oh, in college. Oh, he is huge. But he is he's athletic. He's graceful. He can move for how big yeah. he is. He is so smooth. That is my point coming into the NCAA tournament. You just said it. Does he ever shoot the jump shot? That is why if you're playing Duke, the number one overall seed, just pack it in. Just pack it and make them make him shoot. shoot. Yeah, make him shoot. If you try to guard Duke one on one, you're not going to guard them one on one. They are bigger than you. They're so zone them, baby. Zone. Let's go. Let's zone, coach these zone, teams. Zone. 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 If em. you're playing Duke, you have to play a zone if you're going to beat them. That's the only way you're going to beat them. I don't think their athletes are better than your athletes. So I don't think you can guard them one on one. So that. Is what I would I would pack it in just pa- I mean sit in Zion's lap where he has five guys around him and he has to kick it out and those guys R.J. Barrett Cam Reddish Trey Jones they got to shoot over you and guess what they can't really shoot oh yeah they are terrible at shooting the three and listen Duke's gonna roll folks they, I don't know if you filled out your bracket yet who you get help from if you listen to the experts Duke's gonna roll I'm not saying they're winning it at all is Michigan the, State in their same thing so they would have to play to get to the final yes, four through the, Michigan State yeah Michigan State's the two seed Duke's the one seed in that region okay so Duke lucked out because Michigan State ain't that great they just lost a big man and Duke down low I mean they're gonna dominate Michigan State Michigan State better hope that Winston Winslow whatever his name is he's doing it he's a top NBA pick he's the guy as, as long as he has a hot game Michigan State can keep it close or hell Duke can beat Michigan State by 20 
My point is, I understand you're saying Michigan State. This is my only. This is my couple of gripes about the NCAA Go. tournament bracket. Is Michigan State won the Big Ten regular season, co-champions, whatever? But they're the one seed going into the turn, the Big Ten tournament. Then they go and win the Big Ten tournament. The Big Ten got eight teams in the NCAA tournament. So supposedly they're the strongest league according to the bracketologists, right? So how does Michigan State? I was a little surprised they didn't get a number one seed, and I saw you tweet that. Get, well, the, not only did they not get a number one seed, but they get the number two seed in Duke's region. So that's a, that got a pretty bad draw. There. They beat Michigan three times this year. Yeah, and Michigan gets to go out and play Gonzaga, who's not considered as strong as Duke. So Michigan State's reward for winning the Big Ten and the Big Ten tournament is you get put in Duke's region. I don't understand. And they said the final seedings or whatever they showed them. So. Uh, Michigan State was the number six team. Right. Quote. So if they're the number six team, they should be over in the number threes, um, re- whatever the third number one is. So Duke should have the number eight team as their number two. So why did that happen like that? Just because of traveling, they do I, stuff I like that? I don't have any idea why they did that. I they, thought I definitely did think Michigan State got a little bit boned. I don't think they can win at all So as a Michigan State person, but that, that was weird. They were a two. I honestly thought they got one. Also... Why is North Carolina a one seed? What did North Carolina win? Did they Duke. win? Did they win the ACC tournament? They beat Duke. Did they win the ACC tournament? No. Who did they won win that? the Duke? Yeah. Did they win the ACC regular season? I'm guessing Duke won. No, Virginia did. Oh. <laughs> so, huh? Let me see. Virginia won that. So, what did North Carolina win? They beat Duke one time by they beat 20 Duke, points. They, they <laughs> beat Duke twice. Okay, great. So that that makes them a number one seed. I guess. That if, is- if Michigan State won the best conference because you got eight teams in. They won the regular season and the postseason tournament. How are they not a number one seed over North Carolina? Yeah. that If you're Izzo, I bet Izzo's real mad this morning. Here's the thing, though. What Jay Billis says on ESPN, he is exactly right. It does not matter because this tournament is idiot proof. They can screw it up any way they want with the seedings, the bracket, whatever, and it's still going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's going to be upset. So what you look at, like, oh, my, like, people are upset that Kansas got the four seed in North Carolina's region. So if they meet in the Sweet 16, it would be in Kansas City, home game for Kansas. All right. Guys, reality is Kansas probably won't be there. That's that's the beauty of the bracket. It you think, oh man, that, that's that's screwed up for Michigan State. They they got to play Duke in the Elite Eight if they want to go to the Final Four. Odds are one of those two teams we'll is beat. not going to get to be there. Yeah, that's a great that's point. The, thing. the whole point is you look at the bracket like, oh, that's not fair, guys. It doesn't matter. Whatever you think, it's not going to happen. So it's going to be chaos no matter what, and that's why it's idiot proof. So they can miss seed teams, and it doesn't matter because everything's going to get blown up anyway. And a lot of these betting sites, you guys, not to be an advocate, but you got to look into it. They're giving a free, free money. You don't even have to do a free, uh, perfect bracket. They're just saying if you have the best bracket, you can win. Boom, twenty five thousand. Boom, here's a free fifty thousand. So definitely look into that as well. I know with your buddies, you guys got your little hundred dollar pool, but if you want some big boy money, there's free entries if you think you're an expert. And Duke is the heaviest favorite since 2014, 2015. Kentucky with Anthony Davis at the helm. So, I don't think Duke wins it. Do they steamroll and get there? Yes. I do not think they win it just because, like we saw yesterday, holy crap, Auburn beat Tennessee by 20? What? 
Tennessee is amazing and just beat Kentucky. How does Tennessee then lose to Auburn? The shooting, the hot streaks, momentum. That stuff is nuts in basketball, and it plays so huge. Duke gets a couple cold possessions. Good God, they could get beat by 10 and get upset. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Duke was in a, I mean, North Carolina, that went, that game, I don't know if you watched it yeah. this week. Phenomenal. It went right down to the buzzer. That was so Fun to watch. And then they turn on the Pac-12 afterwards. It was Oregon versus Arizona State. Oh, I've watched some Pac-12 basketball. Sometimes the basketball doesn't go in the hoop for like four minutes straight. Ray, I thought after watching Duke, North Carolina, I thought I was watching Division Three <laughs> basketball. It was That's a tur- great point. Turnover, throw it out of bounds, foul, traveling. It was so bad. It was like four to two after five minutes, I felt like. And I had to turn it off because I was like, I am ruining my mood after watching one of the best college basketball games I've watched this year. And then I'm watching this. It's funny you brought that up because a week ago I watched Washington, Oregon at at midnight in Michigan because I was there for my family. I watched the game. I think Washington, it was their final home game. They bring out Huskies. Some players are walking with Huskies. All the momentum is there. senior day. Yes. Washington ends up putting eight points up in, I think, 12 minutes of basketball. They couldn't even break double digits with it. Like, it was nuts. Like, that was cold, ugly basketball. Don't know if that's always Pac-12 basketball, but the taste I got, ugh. Hey, that I don't know if that really works that well in March Madness. It was so <laughs> hey, dreadful. Watch out for these high-flying three-pointers in March Madness. I don't know if the eight points in ten minutes is going to work. <laughs> I hear you, though. That's funny you said that. I, I couldn't. I, I, I was just watching it going, this is so bad. Like, what is going on? And Bill Walton announcing. He does Pac-12. He did the same one I watched. Dude, 
It is unbearable to listen Dude, to. Dude, but then he also like beats up on his co- his colleague. Dude, I think his colleague hates his, him. No, his colleague, I think, likes it, but they go back and forth, and his colleague's like, Get or he's like, Bill Walton's like, come on over here, let me give you a noogie. Like, he treats the guy almost like they're in high school no, together. No. One game went to overtime the other night. I don't even know what game. Bill Walton got up and went to the bathroom. <laughs> In the middle of overtime. Like, what in the... <laughs> but then they also travel. They have to do these pieces that they play yeah. during the broadcast. So they'll, wherever they're playing the game, if they were in Washington, they went and viewed, like, something, a lake, and he was in a boat. He has to then hang out with Bill Walton outside of it. So I think they have to be friends. But he he does have a very unique form of calling a game. At times, it's entertaining. Would I want him to call my biggest games? No. But late at night... I will say he's quirky and he's a little interesting. I know I get you saying he's unbearable. He's a tad bit funny. He sometimes he can be funny, but after a while, I just I, I'm like I have to turn you off because. But well, he'll say stuff. I that like isn't that he's factual. Di- I like that he's different. Yeah, he just throws things right, out and there. sometimes it confuses you because one time there was a possession. And he goes, "That is the top ten worst possession I've seen all year long from the Huskies." And I was like, "Well, is it is it factual or that's what he's saying?" Okay, it's well, his that's top his 10. opinion. I thought he was saying because of statistics, how many times they dropped the ball and it went out of bounds and that it was a statistically the first uh, 10 minutes of basketball in their history or something. But I've it's seen, just him saying I've it. seen him saying, man, I've never seen this guy play, and I'm like, no, you called his game last week, dude. Like that, 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 But whatever. Yes, he is. He can get unbearable at times, but Pac-12 basketball wow. is worse than hearing Bill Walton. I'd rather listen to Bill Walton than watch Pac-12 basketball. Guys, if a Pac, some Pac-12's definitely snuck in. I'm Three, guessing Oregon, Washington, Washington, Oregon, Arizona State. Listen, it's a different brand of basketball. If you got adoption, change to the different channel. Oh, so bad. <laughs> hey, maybe they're different in March Madness. So I haven't filled out a bracket yet. We are going to set up. Oh, late? You, what, taking your time on that one or what? It's been out for. 12 hours. It's your favorite day of the year and you haven't done it? Dude, I have a kid. Right. I like to I like to sit there. Right. And I, I like to let it marinate a little bit. Did the high school lunchbox have it filled out at no. the breakfast table? No. Okay. No, I did I'm not. Just making sure you're not I changing. Al- I always would watch the the reveal and then I like to look at it and look and just be like, "Okay, do I like this team? Like this team? Okay, all right. Listen. If you are joining a bracket, 99% of those people in your bracket are going to have Duke winning it all. Yep. If you have a if you feel great, go with Duke. But my my suggestion is to take someone other than Duke. So that way if you great sh- advice. If you struggle early, if you miss some of the early games, you're not automatically automatically eliminated. That's the thing is if you take Duke and 99% of the people take Duke, you miss two games early, and then you have the rest, the, the the same picks the rest of the way. You're eliminated, and your tournament's over anyway in the bracket. So, I know that okay. So okay, you get third place, but third place, who cares about third place? You want to go for the win. So think, okay, who is not gonna who who can beat Duke? Who can I take that's North not Carolina? Duke? North Carolina, Gonzaga. Oh, and, Gonzaga just lost in their conference turn. So did North Carolina. Oh. So did Virginia. Everybody, uh, most of the teams lose in their conference right. tournament. Who, right, right now, who are you leaning to as your national champ? I just got to go North Carolina. I can't do Duke. I cannot. I refuse to do what everybody else does. Uh, I want to go North Carolina. Are we? I, I am shocked to hear you say this. I thought we were going to come in here and you and Eddie. Eddie, what do you think? Oh, that's right. Eddie didn't show up. Um, I thought you were both going to be all over Duke. You can't be all over Duke. Duke, Duke, Duke you of Duke, can't. Duke, Duke, Duke of Duke. You can't because I've watched them so much this year. 
Yes, they're a powerhouse. They're, they're the Alabama. Listen, Duke is Alabama of football, guys. You have to find your Clemson. That's yeah! what you have to do. Listen, everybody said Alabama, including us, is one of the best college football teams of all time. They're unbelievable. They're unbeatable. Guess what? Clemson said they're not only beatable, but we're going to stomp them into the ground. And you have to look at your bracket today, tomorrow, before Thursday, and decide who is the Clemson of the NCAA tournament. Because, listen, everybody's on Duke. The favorite rarely wins. The favorite, the number one overall seed very rarely wins the NCAA tournament. They're the number one overall seed. So you have to just think, who is, is there a Clemson in this group? And if you are in this tournament and Duke miraculously gets beat out in the Elite Eight, probably not going to be before that, Elite Eight, Final Four. I mean, this tournament's wide open. Anybody can win it if yes. Duke gets knocked out. Because I think it's Duke is ahead above everybody else, but with momentum, with the three-point shot, with teams getting red hot, Duke can be beat. They definitely can be beat. In basketball, they can. Football, it's very difficult to beat a powerhouse. In basketball, with the three-point shot, with being a good passer, having a good coach, keeping your attitude high, you can beat Duke. It's a one-game playoff every game that's the ncaa tournament is so hard to win and that's why the little guy has a lot better shot to beat the big guy because you get hot one day it only takes one day for you to be hot and the the, or play a a weird defense that they're not used to run a one three one zone or a box in one or a you know uh just stack everybody at the three-point line. Whatever. Just junk up your defense. Something that you can't practice against that these teams aren't used to seeing. That's what Buffalo did last year against Arizona in round one. They oh, had, and they beat them? Yeah, they had DeAndre Ayton, who was the number one overall pick. And what did they do? They collapsed the defense on him and made Arizona shoot over them. And guess what happened? They couldn't do it. And then Buffalo ran them out of the building. That's right. Ran them out of the building. And that's what you have to think is these these smaller schools are going to get creative with their defenses, and that's why it's so fun to watch. It takes one game. That's why the favorite usually doesn't win the NCAA tournament. And and there's a lot of pressure. These three freshmen, four freshmen on Duke, they're four starting freshmen. That's a lot of pressure. Everybody expects them to win. They've never felt something like March Madness. March Madness is another animal. That's why a lot of freshman led teams don't win it a lot because they don't they're not used to the pressure, the craziness, all the drama around March Madness. You don't see a lot of freshman led teams win it all. And we've just seen it because of streaks and stuff. Duke was sure they beat Louisville. They at one point in that game were down 20. The team that's Mr. Powerful that everybody's going to pick in their bracket at times during the year, yes, and against North Carolina, they didn't have Zion, at times during the year was down 20 points. Like, just remember that. Yes, they're a powerhouse, but that's why I'm not doing Duke, because everybody's doing Duke. The way to win brackets this year is not by picking Duke. If Duke wins, you're not going to win your bracket. But the way to win brackets is not to pick Duke. That's I'm with you on that. If if you want to bet... Vegas, you can the you can bet Duke plus two forty, or you can take the field minus two forty. Oh, plus two forty isn't that much of a powerhouse bet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They the, said the most by in, far, by okay. far the favorite. But what I'm but saying, but it's still plus two forty. Or well, I'm saying, or you have to take the field, right? Which is minus which is two forty. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a pretty so you get sixty three. I mean, 
67. I can't believe Duke's giving a better that much of a return in Vegas. That's a big return yeah. right there. Uh, but I'm excited for it. Um, we are going to put a bracket up, sore loser show on Twitter. That way you guys can join. It's going to be free. There's going to be no prize. I'm not going to give you thousands of dollars. It's an absolute free just for bragging rights. It's fun. So you can go against the experts, Ray, myself, and Eddie. Eddie, you want in on this? Oh, that's right. Eddie didn't show up again. I forgot. <laughs> I keep forgetting Eddie didn't show up. Um, so, yes, that's where we're at. I We'll get more into it tomorrow. We can make picks. We can do all that. But, so when are the stupid games, the okay. play-in? I hate the play-ins. The play-ins. They start is, tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow and Wednesday. That's so dumb. This, it's so dumb. Keep it at 64. Then it's a perfect bracketology, and it's Bracketville, all those commercials. Now with these play-in games, it's not Bracketville yet because there's still some other teams trying to get into the bracket. Well, they call them first round games. No, they're not. This is so dumb because whenever they win, whoever wins the game, they get credit for winning a first round NCAA tournament game. But then they still have another first round no, game. No, no. Then they call it the second round. Oh. So everybody, so 60, 60 teams have first round buys. 60 so teams. the second round is it starts Thursday. Okay. But in our bracket, when we do our bracket online, it's not going to start till Thursday. That's what I'm saying. Any bracket, if you look online, they don't even count those games. Like you don't have to pick those games. Okay. So that tells you how much they count as first round games. Listen, I understand. I, I'm glad that Belmont has a chance to win those games. I'm glad that you have a chance to play an extra game. The 16 seeds, the two 16 seeds that have to play each other to the, for the right to get stomped by a Duke. Great, congratulations. But you can't go around telling your kids you won a first-round NCAA game. That's a joke. Yeah, because it's a playing game. It's a playing game. And it's on a terrible channel. You can't even really find the game. TBS like, or True TV what? or whatever. What, the game started already? No, they start on Thursday. They really start on Thursday, but I still will watch. Yeah. I'll still watch. So, yes, that's all we have for today. I mean, I just want to talk March Madness. It's my love. It's my passion. I cannot wait. Oh, man. Cannot wait. Dude, it was must-see TV watching Selection Sunday. You can probably see some highlights online, but when you see the kids cheer, that's oh. a great moment. You don't get that in the NFL, NBA, MLB. The moment where unpaid college athletes get announced that they're in a huge well, tournament. unpaid, quote-unquote. Yeah, they're going crazy. I mean, some of them are in their stadium, and the it's filled with fans. fans. Fans went to a stadium and didn't even watch a game, just waited for an announcement. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And you want to know my other... And thank God at least one team from Nashville got in. I, I think it's just Belmont because I don't think Lipscomb got in. No, Lipscomb didn't get in. Okay, so and then Vandy. Just Belmont. Vandy, I don't even know if they were 500. Uh, <laughs> you don't think they were 500? They, they were 0-19 were... in their okay. conference. <laughs> well, that's counting the conference I think tournament. they did good outside the conference. <laughs> no, no. No, I don't think you can do good if you go 0-18 in your conference and then o, right. you lose the first round of the SEC tournament, 0-19. But thank you, Belmont, for representing Nashville. Yes, Did Belmont Middle went. Tennessee State get in? I no, hate to they're terrible, put, too. Okay, so th with their time where they were red... They lost their coach. Their coach went to Ole Miss. Okay, so they were fun to watch for a little while, but now they don't get in. Yeah, anymore. now they're not going to be any good. They're going to be terrible for a while unless they get a new... Georgia State got in, though. That Georgia exciting State. coach that no. fell on the ground years ago no. and he was in a wheelchair. Do you he understand has... that he tore his ACL yes. celebrating, celebrating. But then he, they put him a chair, and he fell off that fell chair. Off the chair. Loved <laughs> he him. was the most dramatic, memorable coach, and he's back in the tournament. Yeah, his son was R.J. Hunter was on that team, draining they, those threes. Yeah, led him to an upset victory. Boom! All right, everybody, have a great day. Sore loser show on Twitter. Um, yeah, that, that's all we got. Woo! The madness is upon us. And the ma and guys, and get ready because in about a three weeks' time, one shining moment.
It'll make you cry every year. Mm-hmm. It'll ma- it'll give you the feels every single year. The ball is tipped. tipped. Oh, my the God. The is won. Yes, so freaking good. And if you're in high school, guys, remember, do the bracket stuff for free. There's no money involved. You can get in trouble for that. That's true. All right, everybody, have a great day. Eddie, have a good... Oh, Eddie didn't show up. I forgot. Guys, Eddie had a show in Boston last night. Let's cut him some slack. No. I know. He still should have made the show. Yeah. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. We out. Oh, Eddie, gonna, oh, he can't buzz us. I mean, I guess we'll buzz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.